0: Praise Jesus, we thank God so much for this morning and for the gracious opportunity to reach you with his word through the Daily Life Capsule Devotional Series. Hearder Isaac Brown here. We are reading Genesis chapter 13, verse 7 and 8, continuing from our discussion on lessons from Lot, Abraham's nephew. I read. And there was a strife between the herdsmen of Abraham's cattle and herdsmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzites dwelt then in the land. And Abraham said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdsmen, and thy head men. For we be brethren. It's not the whole land before thee. Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou would take the left hand, then I'll go to the right. If thou depart to the right hand, then I'll go to the left. Wow. What an opportunity. So, Abraham was called by God. Lot went with him according to scriptures. We did not read of Lot directly speaking with God. We further read and saw that Lot was blessed and had great substance like that of Abraham so much that they couldn't dwell together in one place. And because of their inability to dwell together in one place, there were some confusions between their headsmen. Definitely, they would be clashing on issues of pasture and water for cattle and for, for flock and things like that. And Abraham look at the situation and calls Lot his nephew, the man on whose behalf you are blessed, the man who really was the subject matter in the mind of God, the man who is the centerpiece and from whom every blessing flows, calls you. And you know that you are being blessed because you are with this man. Now he calls you and says that, let us not have troubles between ourselves. Let us not have any challenge with, 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 uh, with ourselves. It, it shouldn't be that a strife. Among our brethren and among our headmen, among ourselves as brethren as well. So, do you know, I give you the opportunity to make a choice. I am okay with whatever choice that will be left for me. But I want you to choose first. Look at the land and make a choice. When you are done, then I will consider the one that is left. So, Lot now has the opportunity to decide. He has a time. make a choice. Listen, Abraham has been making the choices and Lot had been benefiting from the choices. So it has come to a time that Lot is also given the opportunity to demonstrate how much he has learned of the choice-making process, how much he has learned of the decision-making abilities, how much he has learned of the submission to the will of God in the choice making. Why? Because every choice Abraham had made, which we read of or heard of that as in near to the benefit of both of them, was a choice that Abraham had to submit to the will of God and allow what God was saying to be the way it was supposed to go. So Abraham Abraham already only was implementing what God demanded and acted asked him to do. Now you get opportunity to do the same. How did Lot handle this? People of God, many of the time it comes to us in point in life where we have to make choices. And when we get that opportunity, provisions are made before us. Bible says that I put before you this day life and death. Oh my God. God, knowing that life is the best, still gave opportunity to man to choose between life and death and said that I advise you to choose life. I did not impose on you, but I advise you to choose. He said, for God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He says that whosoever chooses to believe in him. It means that you can choose what to believe. The Bible says that set your affection on things above. It means that you can direct your love and you can choose where your love should go. People of God this morning, I bring to you this simple word that in this journey, in this walk of faith, it is full of choices. And remember, the quality of your life is a representation of the quality of choices you make a minute after minute, second after second, hour after hour, day after day, month after month and year after year. It goes on and on. I charge you in the name of the Lord Jesus this morning. Consider the choices you are making and consider its cumulative effect in the quality and the representation of the outcome of your life on earth. Why? Because we are being called to reflect him, not to reflect the senses of our mind. Shalom, peace, and life to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are so, so much grateful to our King and Maker this morning for making it very possible for us to reach you with His Word through the Daily Life Capsule Devotional Series. Edda Isaac Brown here. We are still looking at lessons from Lot. And this morning we are reading Genesis chapter 13 verses number 5 and number 6. I read, And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks and herds, And tents. And the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And Lot also, and Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks, heads, and tents. Oh, my God, we bless God this morning. So, so much a strong word. Yesterday, we read and discussed that Lord followed Abraham without knowing where Abraham himself was going. So, he just followed. So, he followed the call. In that obedience, he was in the call and responded to the call. Why? Because yesterday, we established that God calls generations. And when he calls... Some follows the code. And by that process, ministries are born. And when God called Abraham, there was one significant thing according to Genesis chapter 12. The Bible said, God said, and I will bless you. So, God, Bible said, God, God, God blessed him and said that you shall be a blessing. And out of thee, all families of the earth shall be blessed. So, God made that declaration that Abraham will be the source of blessing to the entire earth so you ought to connect to Abraham to be blessed and therefore as long as Lot connected to Abraham not just by blood but by response to the word that was spoken he had the consequence of the blessing. Bible says that in Lot also, it means that Lot was not the subject. Lot was not the focus. Lot was just a beneficiary of the blessing that Abraham had received. He said, and Lot also, it means that Abraham also was very, very, very blessed. And therefore, Lot also had benefits of that which the Lord did according to which Abraham responded to. Hallelujah. He said, and Lot also had heads, he had cattle, he had things. And then he said that they couldn't dwell together. Why? Because their substance were too great. When you put their riches, their servants, what they have acquired together, their space was not enough for them because God was just blessing them. Child of God, I want you to understand that the flourishing and the the prosperity that they, they, they enjoyed, Lot enjoyed because he was connected to Abraham. And Abraham was called, and all that everybody needed was to respond to Abraham's invitation. As Jesus has made an invitation to us, the Bible says that we are joint heirs with Christ. Glory to God. So, you see, just as Lot responded and had a manifestation of that which Abraham has received on his life, so have we received The all of what Jesus had received. The Bible says that of his fullness have we received from grace to grace. He said, we have received of his fullness. 1 16 of John. He said, we have received of his fullness. And he said that we are joint heirs with him. It means that whatever Jesus has, we inherited sin just as Lord. And it's because we responded to the call. This is very positive. And it is what you must understand. That you are who you are because of Jesus. Lot was what he was because of Abraham. Child of God, you are what you are because of Jesus. It's not about us. It is about him. It is all about him. In this journey, it was all about Abraham, not about Lot. But Lot was benefiting. As long as you remain in that which he had been called to do, you cause yourself to enjoy the benefits of sin. Child of God, know that you are a beneficiary of everything Jesus has done. And everything Jesus owns and has. And therefore, your confidence is because Jesus is still on the throne. Shalom, peace, and life to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We bless God so much for this morning. And for His grace. Bringing us into this opportunity to share with you His word. Through the Daily Life Capsule Devotional Series. There there is Isaac Brown here. We are continuing our reading of Genesis 13. We are reading Genesis chapter 13, verses number 10 and number 11. And perhaps we'll add verse 13. So 10, 11, and 13, I read. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere. Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zohar, then Lot chose him all the plain of the Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. 13. But the men of Sodom were wicked, and sinless before the Lord exceedingly. Wow. So we got to the point where Abraham called Lot and uh, indicated to him that they need not have strife among them nor their his in order to have challenges with their relationship because they are brethren. And he suggested to the young man that he should make a choice to depart from him so that their substance could be contained by the space they occupy. And the Bible is saying that Lot then had the opportunity to make a choice. And that was where we were the last time. So for the first time in his life, he had been enjoying the choices Abraham had made over the years. And the consequential blessings of such were enjoyed by him. Now he had the opportunity to actually make a choice. And then we look at how he made a choice. The Bible said that then Lot lifted up his eyes. You see? So, and beheld all the plain of the Jordan. It was well watered. So, Lot analyzed the best from the physical evidence he could see. So he was more sensually influenced, more from the flesh approach of getting to the conclusion, oh, this is having good waters and my cattle will have good food. His analysis was minus God. There was nothing like consulting God. There was nothing like thinking that there is a God that influenced the decisions of Abraham. Now listen. He had only enjoyed what Abraham did. He had not learned the way Abraham did it. So he was only living in the consequences and had not been in the principal position of making decisions before. And this is why when Jesus came, he did not only remain as he was to us, but he went through a process to bring us into a state of who he is and just we became the same. 4.17 4.17 of 1 John says that as he is, so are we in the world. Now, what that means is that Jesus brought it to a state where when it was God in the flesh, we're making certain decisions that we should also make. So then, how was Jesus making it? You will see and realize that Jesus said things like, everything I do is of my father. So, he never made decisions alone. In fact, there were statements in made like, even though I am alone, I am not alone because my father is with me. He gave us a certain mindset that our work here as Gods in the flesh is not a separate, it's not a departed, it's not a living alone strategy. It is living with God and in God and God in us. And that is how he lived. Abraham had lived that way. Where every decision was influenced by God. Lot had the opportunity. He did not know the Godfather. But this morning, I bring to you this opportunity. Jesus did all for us and brought us into this state. Now, we are Jesus on earth. We are Christ on earth. We are gods in the flesh. We ought to decide and live according to how he did it. How did he do it? There was nothing he did separated that were influenced by the sensual activities of this earth. We are not supposed to be influenced by the logic of this world. We are supposed to influence the logic of this world with our logic of the divine nature the divine nature has its own way of looking at things and its logic and in a divine nature you exhibit that of god in the flesh the bible says that and the two who have married were naked and not ashamed why because in the institution of marriage nakedness is normal bible says that the church is the bride of christ and if so then we are in marriage with christ And if you are in marriage, our nakedness in that marriage is logic and it's normal. To be naked before him, to receive of him for the covering of your nakedness and manifest him in the life that you exhibit in this flesh. Child of God, let the Godfather influence your choices. Just as Lot had, you have another day. Make the choices that are God-influenced, not good ones, but God's own choices. Shalom, peace, and life to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We bless Jesus so much for a gracious opportunity in today, causing us to reach you with his word this morning through the Daily Life Capsule Devotional Series. Edda is a brand here. We are continuing our discussion about lot And yesterday we established that he chose for himself a place and dwelt there. But the Bible says that, but the people of Sodom were wicked and in all their ways, they displeased the Lord. We want to look at Genesis 14, 10 to 16 this morning. I read, And the veil of Sidim was full of slimy pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled. And day, and they that remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goose of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their victuals and went their way. And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goose, and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram, the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Esau, and brother of Anne. And these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants. Born is in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. Look at this. So we are talking about choice made by Lot. And uh, when Lot made the choice, he looked more at the, Physical evidences around him, the sensual considerations, and projected how well it would look and how good the waters may be for his cattle. He looked at the plain, he looked at the Jordan. He was very convinced in his spirit and his mind that this is the best way to go. He, he considered the statistics before him, and therefore he was very confident that he has made the right choice. He did not consider the other effects which are futuristic and which are things that God could determine for him. So Bible says that he pitched his tent near Sodom and Gomorrah. And the next thing we are reading is that there was an attack on Sodom and Gomorrah, and when the attack happened, they were also captured in the process. and he plus his goods plus his wives and his children and everything were taken away. Listen, he was held captive plus everything he has gained. every substance that was great when he was with Abraham. Even that which led to the strife between their men is now become, become possessed by other people. The Bible continues to explain to us that Abraham heard of the issue. And the same Abraham had the capacity to rescue him. You see, the Abraham upon whose blessings he has enjoyed some reflections. And he has become so great. Whom he departed from. Now is a rescuer of his life and his goods. What does this tell you? It means that if he had stayed in the connections, in the environment, if he had made Abraham make the choice for him, he would have probably had a better place. Why? Because Abraham's choices are influenced by God. He does not do it without God influencing that. And because he carried the presence of God, he would have been better off for Lot. Now, it brings back Lot into the right position. The question is, will Lot make other unnecessary decisions again will not still be sensual be, be be only logical be only flesh in the mind and the plans of ways on how he determined his choices w- will it still be that or you will still remember that they are of god and the movement and the pilgrimage they are on was because god instructed so because God caught so, because God demanded so from Abraham, and that is why they are under that pyramid. will he be able to recognize this factor and consider that in the decisions that I ought to make, there is an invisible hand in my life. I am a divine being, and I cannot just be making flesh. The child of God, as you are listening to me, you responded to the gospel and became a child of God. If you have not responded to the gospel, these things does not determine, matter to you much. But hear me. You have the opportunity to become God's own forever. By that singular act of responding to the gospel, you are a divine being in the divine family and you are accepted in the beloved. You cannot make decisions without the consent and the approval of Jehovah God. Let it be your guide and consider same in all that you do. Shalom, peace, and life to you. Hallelujah.